0: Welcome to the Modern Feminine Podcast. I'm Angela.
1: And I'm Allison. And we're your hosts. On this podcast, we dive deep into
0: real-life topics and don't shy away from the hard stuff. Our mission is to eliminate the shame surrounding hard conversations and encourage more open dialogue about femininity and unapologetic authenticity. And sometimes we're just two friends bullshitting over an espresso martini. We'd love for you to join us. again welcome back we just got <laughs> back from a walk yeah we had to take a break and take a walk and my neighborhood is very walkable yeah it's we saw some super
1: cute houses look at everybody's plants and stuff
0: yeah people take their yards pretty seriously or or they don't they either do or they don't yeah. in this neighborhood yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah it's different than walking in my neighborhood because it's an HOA community and everybody <laughs> looks the same I'm always like, why is everyone cutting their bushes into a, a box? <laughs> you know? Bushes don't grow like that.
0: Oh, I know. But no, I love that about my neighborhood, though.
1: Yeah, lots of personality. That was yeah. fun. Interesting. We needed a reset. Yeah. We retired. <laughs>
0: I don't know if it
1: worked 100%. I know. Now I feel more relaxed. I know. <laughs> it's late now.
0: I yeah. know. But, um, Gonna keep it going. Uh, today we are gonna chat about. <laughs> I almost said the potential title for the episode, and I'm trying to to reframe it. Uh, we're gonna talk about the concept in our current culture of uh women that are advocating for being a quote unquote boss bit. Uh, how else would you phrase that or like kind of give a picture of, of what we're trying to address i mean it's
1: this hustle you know go getter like don't give up you can do it i mean this all kinds of feeds into each other you yeah know, kind yeah. of kind of culture
0: is it like a pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of energy or is that i think it has some a little bit yeah yeah kind of like a maybe a little bit of like prove yourself like push through push through prove yourself and work really hard Mm -hmm. um which i think uh, historically was more of like a, a masculine role in our culture and so i think that women are Um, understandably, you know, with the opportunities that we have that we're afforded now and, um, you know, just the the way it was for for women for many years, um, kind of, I think, rearing up and wanting to say that we are deserving of the same opportunities and, um, you know, we can hustle too, that kind of thing. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think women are trying to
1: find their place in the workforce right or I mean they have I think a lot of women have kind of found their place in the workforce and fighting for themselves to be um, valued the same as men right mm-hmm. and all of that is valid but I think it does take us away um, a little bit from what we're meant to be um, and how we're meant to um, how we're meant to exist and the systems of our families and in the world and it can be it can be very conflicting um, on, I mean, on our stress level, on our
0: nervous systems, on yeah. demands of of our lives, yeah. And I think, um, you know, setting aside things like equal pay and opportunity and things like that, which I think are all valid. Um, for me, it comes down to understanding the differences with our respective genders. And, um, you know, as I can't help, but look at it as like a coach and someone that works specifically with, you know, women's bodies and understanding the woman's body pretty well. And, um, you know, having a fair understanding of, of a male body as well. Um, you know, the hormones and neurotransmitter situation for the two genders are very, very different. So, you know, if you look back quite a ways, um, and the roles that men and women had you know you, you we did have cultures where women were helping to hunt and things like that but it was more typical to find that the women were because they were child rearers, they would be back at the camp and the men would be out hunting and even if you fast forward a ways you know the men were the ones working longer hours and outside the home more and men are just like hormonally wired Um, Even like cortisol tolerance, like if they're having a more stressful, more stressful job, more stress in life in general, um, a male body is way more resilient to those cortisol spikes than a female body is, Um, and so I think that I'm going kind of on and on. But uh, my my position just boils down to understanding those differences, and so we have these women that are trying to hustle as hard as men, and our like physiological makeup does not it just doesn't work and doesn't support that yeah yeah i didn't realize that men
1: experienced it differently hormonally in the sense of cortisol
0: yeah i mean if you think about it for both you know not to get too deep into your situation or mine physically or like other women i've worked with like it is a it is now you know very well documented it's like factual like if you look at a woman with cortisol spikes consistently and a lot of stress that woman woman's body, especially with our menstrual, if you're still um, you know, able to bear a child, then you're you're not gonna be it's gonna be pretty bad. And you look at a man and we see we still see tons of evidence of it. You know, you have you see that with your with your husband, I think, is like they can operate at a real like they're like machines, you know? They see that analogy made and it's real. Like they can have They can operate on less sleep than we can generally and have a lot more stress without having as much of a negative consequence in their body. And I think also mentally, though, too, because it is still hormonal, right? Like women under stress and there are women out there. I know I know I know some that perform very well, like very hustle, hustle and they enjoy it. And so I'm sure there are some deviations in, of course, in these, you know, just one woman's body to another. But I think emotionally and mentally, um, I'm out here saying I think more women just don't enjoy having to perform at that level emotionally and being trying to be that resilient without the level of, you know, self-care and time for ourselves and nourishing ourselves that I think that we need. Yeah. And I, I have to add this other piece
1: because I am who I am. Um, the, you know, the, the nurture part, right. The other parts that pull at us Mm -hmm. as women, you know, versus if you are, you're in this hustle space or you're in this, you know, boss bitch space, but maybe you want to pause and have children or you want to, you know, breastfeed a child or you want to have, you know, ample, ample time and energy to connect, you know, and, and attach to your children. Um, you know, these are things that, that will come at a cost, right. Um, by, by being more in a hustle hustle mentality and, you know, even people in my life and people that I have seen in in my world have struggled with continuing to um, maintain, you know, this balance, like balance doesn't always exist, you know? Yeah. And I, I think a lot of, a lot of, you know, women in the workplace are searching for
0: that and maybe are not maybe burning out. Yeah. Searching for it. Yeah. I, it's, it's hard because, you know, we, we hear a lot of women trying to advocate for being able to have, you know, both, right. Both Mm -hmm. worlds. And, I get it, you know, I haven't tried to be a full-time employee and a full-time mother all at the same time. I don't have that experience, but just looking from the outside and and having fostered children and so knowing what it takes to take care of children that are living in your home. I, I it's just not <laughs> not possible, yeah. you know, and it's not that I don't think that women should, you know, advocate for more, you know, understanding and you know, pay time off and things like that, that help support a woman that works and then wants to have children and be able to connect to those children. Um, and I think that's totally justifiable, but at the same, like we don't see men trying to say, I want to have it all too. Like they're, most men are out there just, you know, they're just either working or some men decide to be the stay at home dad, you know, but, um, trying to find that balance that I think is almost impossible. I think it's it's really frustrating for a lot of women and I think some women are just a little bit confused because they wanna have um a pursuit that's outside the home. Yes. I mean I think that both yeah. the, you and I identify with that very well. Like, even if I had children, I've never been somebody that was like, Oh yeah, that would be all that I need, you know. Right. I've I've always won I've always been endeavoring to wanna to have um something for me, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, and before I had children, I was, I was like career, career, career. And then I was like, but I would drop this at any second to have kids, right? To have a family to care for. And it wasn't necessarily to care. Like I wasn't, I didn't know that I was really trying, wanting to lean into more of a nurturing energy. It just seemed like that was like, I would drop any of this to have a fail, you know, like I felt like the next step. And then I go into it having you know, I have my first child and I'm nine months in. And I'm like, I'm losing my mind being at home all day with a baby. Like yeah. my husband is working. I was resentful about it. I've ta- I know yeah. I've spoken about this enough Um, in past episodes where I was I was so I was so frustrated with being only the mom, you know. Yeah. Um And so then I decided to go and go get my real estate license and do something else and i didn't ever like go into my real estate license thinking that i was going to have some big bad bitch real estate career yeah. it was really just to like challenge my brain yeah and yeah read, read something your brain get... learn. Yeah. yeah
0: well i remember you saying if you don't mind me sharing that in that through that experience you felt like you'd look at his life and his life had hardly changed at all. Right. But yours was completely turned upside down. And I think most mothers think, oh, yeah, life, life's going to be pretty different, right? But until you have your first kid, you have no idea how much, you know, of your own autonomy that you're losing. Like, your life is not, your, your breasts are not yours. Like, everything right. you are giving to another living being, your sleep and everything. And um, I from what you've told me, it just feels like, you know, almost a complete loss of identity for a while. Yeah and also like a changing of identity you now have another human you feel different you know you're different you let you know you're taking care of a kid and it's like I don't know a little bit of like who am I kind <laughs> you know where do I land yeah
1: or also like where where do I come in like where yeah. where's my like like your identity becomes the needs of others and um not to say that parts of that hasn't changed you know because it is it's a huge part of my life being a, a mother and a wife but yeah it is I mean back in those days I mean th- those were probably the darkest days you know of motherhood for me and especially having this comparison of like my husband gets to get up every day and go to work and like just do the thing you know yeah. And he, you know, t- got a lunch break, got to eat lunch by himself <laughs> and maybe watch a YouTube video or something back then. Like, yeah. you know, like I, I was having no time. Um, I'm sorry to massage we're your, playing, toe. We're your toe. I didn't massage your toe. That's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, you know, have any time, honestly, without a baby on my body for like the first year of her life. So, um. So yeah, the resentment kind of started to build, but it, the, what had happened though with us, because I then had, I mean, from then to now, I mean, for having like dabbling a little bit in real estate back then for funsies and now I'm over here, like, you know, as a designated broker for a real estate company, <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's, um, you know, we got to pull back. We got to pull it back a little bit, you yeah, know, yeah. too far.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you you can speak as much or as little about that as you want because I feel like yeah, your yeah. your experience is probably very relatable and like I think and that's why I was asking you or bringing that up was like mm-hmm. you were driven kind of to like you said like read something and learn and then you got have, have gotten to a point where you're like the boss bitch thing isn't for me you yeah. know and you see that and you were you were reaching for something besides just just being a mother which is not a small anything right right? but still reaching and then now here you are
1: yeah I mean it's it became more of um I I really took you know you know this but Mm -hmm. people don't right that I took this role as something that our family needed me to take because my husband purchased a real estate company but because of that you know it I started to take on a lot more clients and um, but I didn't pull back on the needs of my family, you know, of me. So, yeah, it wasn't like I, I got a nanny and then I was able yeah. to go do these other things. So the load just got yeah. bigger and bigger. And it just will. They kind of weave themselves into each other all day long. Yeah. Um, and you just feel like you're failing it all of it really is <laughs> yeah. what ends up happening because you're not mm-hmm. giving your 100 percent to anything mm-hmm. And it can't be really unfulfilling to staying home as, you know, just, just, quote unquote, just caring for children, but, yeah. or just caring for the home. But um, over the last year, it ha- has never been more clear to me. You know, it's been a year now that I've been the, the broker. It's like, yeah, this is, I mean, this is a very, I mean, it can be a very toxic place to be, you yeah. know, in your life. Yeah.
0: Your life. And I feel like you've had to I mean, I've, I've watched you through the process. Of course, I have a little bit of an inside look, but it seems like you've had to have, you know, some some soul searching, some hard conversations mm-hmm. to kind of start to, you know, parse out like, okay, this is working. This part really isn't working or how do we make that, you know, so yeah. figuring that out and
1: yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it's it's come to a point where I need to pull back, right? And yeah. I am in a in a space of burnout. So it's um, you know, led me into more yeah. of this thinking of of how to simplify our life. I can't necessarily pull back on any particular, Piece of the real estate part of of yeah. the the work part, but it's allowed me. I, I mean, just even just c- c- pulling back in the sense of communicating needs, reassessing yes. where my priorities yeah. are, um, yeah. kind and of that's like kind a of a speaking to yeah.
0: yeah, is you know just just speaking up more. Not that I don't, not that it, I would say that. I mean. Raul seems very receptive to it, but I think that I sometimes, especially if you're more nurturing naturally, that's kind of hard to do sometimes, you know, to figure out and to speak up and say, this is, you know, this is working, this isn't working kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my, uh, my personal experience was, I mean, not the same, but not too dissimilar. you, I mean, because we, I was married and, um, you know, I moved out when I was, pretty young, um, just mostly by necessity. Like my my family, like with the, we were, they were struggling, my parents were struggling financially and I was trying to go to school. We had, there were five kids and it just felt very overwhelming at home. And so I ended up moving out very like premature, like I wasn't planning on it and just ended up having to have two jobs and trying to go to school at the same time and pay for everything all of a sudden, you know, being all of a sudden like out on my own. And um hustled that way for years. I mean, at one point I had three jobs. And so, um, just, you know, life life is expensive, right? And try to pay for school yourself and things like that. And um, you know, I, I got married and even, you know, my ex husband was working to build a business um throughout a lot of our early years of marriage. And um uh, trying to make this story not too long, but I I knew that I was burning out, and I had lived in Honduras already, and my health struggles made it so that um and my health struggles made it so that I couldn't really hustle anymore, and he was hustling, but we were like floundering and couldn't afford you know a lot of like normal life things that I was even used to, and that took me to wanting to move into the trailer, and I don't know if I've shared that on here yet, but um, we ended up buying a 30-foot and bumper pull travel trailer and renovating it and moving in full-time because I knew I just needed, you know, I needed our overhead to be lower. I knew I wasn't willing to hustle. I was actively trying to get pregnant unsuccessfully, and we'd fostered at that point, and I just needed to cut out, like, a lot of variables because I didn't quite I back then I couldn't put my finger quite on what was wrong but I just knew that like I wasn't grounded I wasn't centered everything felt extremely stressful all the time and the pressure on me to help work was strong and and I wasn't um, maybe not as you know maternal feeling growing up um, but culturally I was supposed to be Mm -hmm. and so I just thought like If I'm trying to have a kid and I'm supposed to be having a kid and then I'm also supposed to be having a career because we need like I was just feeling pulled and very confused. So we moved into the trailer and I ended up living in there for eight years and it was really painful at first to simplify my life to that point. But what it did afford us was a lot more simplicity and calm that I had been missing for a very long time. And it made it so that I didn't have to work a lot. And I remember for a good like year or two, I mean, I'd started freelancing. I had a chocolate business for a while that I had, but I closed it and I was freelancing. And I just remember being so excited to not have to hustle anymore. And, you know, take care of my health and start losing weight and eat better. And it was, yeah, what needed and kind of forced me. Yeah. In this direction, I guess. Your health, you feel like, forced you in the direction of simplifying? Yeah. And I mean, obviously, quite a few variables was just trying to have, like, it was very much this, like, hustle and keep up with the Joneses thing. You know, we had all, we had a big house we were renting for two of us and, you know, furnished beautifully. And uh, it just ended, but we were still floundering. So it was really just this, like, energy of, like, trying to keep up and act like we had it all together and we didn't. And I knew that I was like, I don't want to work 40 hours a week. I don't want to have a career. And I was so confused at the time because like, I'm smart. I could have various different careers. Um, uh, Most of my family, like that's, that's how it is. Yeah. Um, Even despite the fact how I was raised, like women, you know, uh, women, my mother always worked, you know, she was Mary Kay, like, very successful at Mary Kay, Mary Kay, saleswoman. Yeah. So But, but I, I I mean, all, all, of, all that. of that to say, it kind of helped me to clarify for myself that, like, and to accept it for myself. Like, I don't want a career. Yeah. And I also, I wasn't successful at having kids, but I still don't want a career. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it it feels like we are supposed to choose, right, between having children if you're gonna stay home, you have a, you have kids, yeah. you know, um, versus you know, it's you have to just pick one, right? Yeah, like
0: in in the world, they yeah. want you to pick one. And I would get that question a lot from people like, we didn't have kids, so what do I do for work? i <laughs> like, I freelance, like part time, you know, and I took care of all of the household duties pretty much, you know. He would just work and come home, um, but yeah, it was just funny, like the the way that people would come at me or if I was trying to have kids they'd be like oh like yeah like you don't work whatever like you know I didn't need to have a career anymore so yeah and I mean it's hard to
1: to it's that's what the that's what we want to do though right it's like people want to know like what are you working towards what are you doing Mm -hmm. what do you it's like they can't consider that like I'm actually not working towards anything right
0: (laughs) Right. like I'm just chilling can we just chill sometimes yeah yeah yeah, I'm in recent years uh, yeah so and and that's what I did back then and, and just got back you know I that was that was like the start of my paleo journey and actual commitment to myself and my health again which was like you know obviously we've talked about it, it has to start there and um, you know, over the course of you know the the preceding years, I got divorced, and um, you know, we had the episode on um where I talked a bit about you know getting more into my femininity, and i've I've just found I've just found my home. You know, yeah. I want to work you know a little bit more more than part time and have a success. You know. Self, like run business um not a huge company, not a career and verdict's out on kids I guess but it's yeah. you know the the priority for me has been um to just be grounded in in my femininity and not worry about performing and excelling and hustling my way to my goals. I do still have goals but I'm so much more like, relaxed and I'm not in a rush to get there anymore. Like I'm happy on the way there because of my day to day, you know?
1: Yeah. And I, I think that's such a, that just feels like so light. Yeah. Right.
0: (laughs) It it is. That's why, I mean, it it does get light to the point where I do have to work to motivate myself and push myself at times, which isn't easy, but that's going to be the case if you're self-employed regardless. Um, and I'd rather just have a feel light, while I'm, you know, going through the process. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean,
0: and it's, it's
1: that I, I do believe that women are, are, are meant to be in that space. Yeah. You know, we're meant yeah. to be the caregivers of ourselves of our homes yeah. and our families. And, um, you know, the last couple of days have been you know had some health scares and or just health things come up and it's been like a very apparent that I needed to be more in a light space so that my stress level wasn't so high and expectations of myself were not so unrealistic and um you know I know it kind of shocked our family a little bit for you know for for the the flow to be kind of off a little yeah. bit with me being sick too but yeah. um it's just been um been really comforting considering the idea of just choosing not to stress about it and choosing to simplify you know the way that we do things in our family and our life and um maybe systematize some things you know and um and not feed into this like i'm supposed to have a career no matter who checks up on my career (laughs) periodically because there will be people yeah, you know, yeah. that have these expectations of us. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, that's not my identity. It's not, it's not where I'm meant to be. You know, I'm, I'm where I feel the most at home,
0: um, is in my home. Yeah. Well, and it goes back around to what I was, when I was saying physiologically, like you're looking at the difference between men and women hormonally and like even the fact that just we go through this cycle every month or so, that is it's quite a bit on our bodies you know and women yeah. deal with it to varying degrees when it comes to you know pain levels and stuff like that but there's still like a huge hormonal shift that happens every single month and like you know if, I think we've talked about it but like the the yin and the yang of our cycles um yeah. is kind of like it's half and half and like but it, You know, if you look at what's happening in the body, it's like that's half of the month that we're actually supposed to, in quotes, be, you know, resting and nourishing our body. We're not supposed to be out there, like, getting it. It's the rest phase of our cycle in case we get pregnant. Like, immune function drops in the second half of our cycle just in case a baby comes so that the baby isn't rejected, right? So there's just all these things physiologically that are happening that make it so that, you know, we are... We are the nurturers. We have the hormones for being, you know, we just how we are built. So it's yeah. the sun shining directly in your eyes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm how like, do I? I love it, but I know it's I'm beautiful. But I'm like, can I like block it? Yeah, so I'm just still... a picture. Of me
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I was gonna respond with that to that too with to that with was, um, you <laughs> know, it is really it. It feels, um very natural it feels very organic to sink into those to kind of yeah kind of sink into to the those resting periods and you know following your cycle your lifestyle your cycle i'm sure there's a lot more people talking about this now which i love um but allowing your your cycle to kind of somewhat dictate you know where what what you do and your plans and things that you do i do it with my workouts and workouts and yeah things with the kids I'm like well I don't know about that I don't know <laughs> if that's gonna work out that way because the- yeah but it's it's um I mean even with the seasons right yeah you know yeah. allowing oh, that even too. though i think in arizona we're a little <laughs> it's
0: we're we hibernate um, in the summer here
1: yeah which it will it can be kind of hard to see people not hibernate oh i in the know summer. but i'm sure it's, it's like hard for them when FOMO. they see
0: us like frolicking in the sun in december yeah. and january you know? it's true so yeah. i don't know yeah but
1: yeah so i feel like we've reached a good kind of ending point with this one it's it's um we don't want to leave anyone out, you know, here or make anyone feel like we don't support women having careers, you know, no. um, or striving. But
0: yeah, I, I I think the conversation I just feels important because I they still to this day we see we see boss bitches and we see mothers and we I do see a conversation happening advocating more for women staying home and being mothers, but I've always fallen somewhere in the middle and so i also want to be a voice for women and and i think you too that like you know like i said want to pursue it outside the home and to not feel guilty about that um but to keep it you know to always remember like start by being grounded and um you know nurture and and what we didn't well i kept thinking throughout and hadn't said but like you know nurturing ourselves first yeah and to stay in that energy and come from that place like that's a place that I'm coming from as I try and build a business now which is very untraditional and people think that I'm moving very slow and stuff like that but it's just like you said it's just ease, easeful and chill but anyway i i just wanted to be maybe a different voice within this space of yeah. you know like advocating for women to be able to have opportunities in work while still staying within a feminine energy and not having to hustle yeah i love that yeah okay. all right mm-hmm. uh confession A taco <laughs> We
1: gotta go, <laughs> we gotta get
0: tacos. We gotta get going because it ends at six o'clock. We got an hour and fifteen minutes to uh, go confess our sins at church and, and have an espresso martini. And have it, a PSL espresso martini. I if They'll know. make it for us because yeah. it was the drink of the week last week, and we missed it because you were sick. So anyway, we're gonna go have some tacos, and I'm probably gonna have some queso
1: oh i might have you queso. want to have some with me
0: okay good okay. yes yes sorry right. it's gonna be a good time all right okay. we love you guys love you. Uh, thanks for being with us bye, bye.